Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Hey, this episode is brought to you by my very own NLP practitioner course. I've been teaching neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, for nearly 15 years. It is the most powerful tool for communication on the planet, and it can be yours today. For a very limited time, I'm giving away my entire NLP course workbook for free. Go to nlpwithmatt.com. All the patterns, all the tools, and the techniques of NLP in the complete course workbook, the same one that we use to teach our live certification classes, yours free. NLPwithmatt.com. Get it today. Let's get back to the show. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year. And I'm so glad you are tuning in right now. This is Matt Browning, Driven Entrepreneur. And we're right in the middle of our mini series just got kicked off on Friday. And episode two is tonight. It is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. And maybe you're getting this in the morning, afternoon. Maybe you're on the way to a uh, responsible yet really fun uh, New Year's Eve party. Maybe you're like me. Uh, we used to always celebrate New Year's Eve uh, East Coast when we lived on the West Coast of uh, America. So we were in California and I loved, you know, we'd celebrate New York time so we could be going to bed by 9.05 p.m. Problem is now I live on the East Coast in Eastern time. So I don't know what we're going to do. I guess we'll celebrate like London time or something because I do not want to be up past midnight. I'm getting old. Uh, well, not that old, but I am 40 years old now. And the last thing I want to do is be up to 1 a.m. Uh, celebrate New Year's. But you know what? Hey, to each their own. And I hope that your New Year's plans are incredible. If you've worked hard in your business, if you're working on starting and launching a new business, you might be like so many entrepreneurs home working on your business on New Year's Eve. Wherever you are, Leave this episode, this mini series is for you because we can get lost, you know, in the minutia of the business so easily and really in the minutia of life for that matter. So we're in the middle of a mini series called What's Real Happiness? It's a question I get a lot from our coaching students and our live seminars and programs all across the world for years. I've been hearing a version of this and that's what really sparks this. We're doing a six part mini series all about breaking down the elements of what real happiness is. So if you haven't already listened to the episode last Friday, it'll be the, the previous one just before this. Make sure you go back, download it, stream it, whatever, listen to it. Uh, I break down what it really is uh, and really ultimately like the purposes that we're looking for. Do we want to be happy in life or do we want to feel fulfilled in life? And for me, what I'm talking about is real happiness is really about having fulfillment, having purpose, finding meaning in things a lot more than just having a smile on your face. Smiles are great, but you can't have a smile every moment. And that's what life's about. So this is going to be part two of six. Today, we're talking about goals being critical what goals are, what they mean, why you need them, and then how to go about it in a really effective way. Now, what I'm not going to do is talk about uh, smart goals. Hopefully, if you've listened to at least one <laughs> book on tape or our CD program from a guru out there somewhere, you've probably learned a little bit about goal setting and some strategy around goal setting. There's no shortage of strategy. So instead of strategy on goal setting, I really wanted to take this episode and talk to you a little bit about philosophy of goals and why they're important and what to do with them. 
So the first thing I want, I want to start with is um, why goals? Well, to do that, let's go back a couple thousand years. And I want to share a couple quotes from one of my favorite philosophers of all time, Aristotle. Now, Aristotle, you've probably heard of Aristotle. He had a lot to say about a lot of things. He had a lot to say about math, about art, about family life, about matriarchy and patriarchy back in ancient Greece. Um, he was a student of Plato, who was a student of Socrates. Um, Aristotle taught Alexander the Great, who went off and did a tremendous talk about goals. <laughs> he just about took over the world. Aristotle spoke a ton about goals. And here's, let me give you a few of his really interesting quotes on goals. This is one of my favorite. Man, meaning human, of course, man is a goal-seeking animal. His life only has meaning if he is reaching out and striving for his goals. I love that. It's one of my favorite quotes. We're goal-seeking animals. See, every other animal in the, in the entire living kingdom, they don't have goals, right? The foxes and hens, they don't have goals set in front of themselves. And if the fox doesn't get the hen, it gets depressed and eats Cheetos on the couch and watches infomercials, you know, for three months until it gets its butt back in gear. No, the fox just instinctually goes after the hens. But you and I, we are different. We are goal-seeking animals. We, seeking after a goal gives you meaning. It gives something to be doing. And, and you don't have to go much further to understand this than looking at most people, especially in the last generation, most people's retirement. It's one of the retirement scares me to death. The idea of retiring and stopping something, whether it's this podcast or, or one of the businesses, or I can't imagine stopping. And maybe you've seen this happen with a parent or a grandparent or someone in a generation close to you. Did you ever watch someone who you knew and respected and they worked in the same career, maybe for 30, maybe even 40 years? And they eventually worked so hard and they didn't have a lot of fun. They waited to get the RV. They waited to get the fishing boat. They waited for those trips to Venice and they finally retired. And when he or she retired, usually it was a he, but you know, it could be either at this point, but very often when we're talking this old generation, it was a, a husband and father goes out and works, he retires. And then how long does he last? How long is the good life there for? Sadly, sometimes it's only a matter of a couple years, five years, 10 years, two years. It's like, what? You retire at 65 and by 67. And what many experts are saying when you study about uh, longevity and really it's, it comes back to meaning and purpose, when you take away the, the purpose, you take away the goals, you don't have to wake up in the morning with a purpose. You don't need to wake up. You don't even have to get dressed in the morning anymore. And that's something as an entrepreneur, I, I highly encourage, you know, I work a lot on my PJs, but I'll tell you if I do it too much in a row, cause I'm up here in my podcast studio and office and upstairs in my house. And when, when I do it too many days in a row, I can find myself at 4 PM going, I'm, I'm, I'm in pajamas. I'm in a robe. I haven't gotten dressed. And you know, luckily most days I'm accomplishing things in my pajamas, but it's really easy to fall into that kind of non-purposeful, just you know, before you know it, it's 3 p.m. and I barely was able to make some breakfast, take the trash out, return a couple emails. And it's like, whoa, what happened to the day? Well, I'll tell you what happened to the day. You had no goal. It felt like metaphorically, there was nothing worth getting up for, nothing worth getting dressed for. And literally it shows up because you might not even get up and get dressed. Not you, but there's plenty of people that you've seen this happen to and you fall into it in seasons. So the very, again, the, the major first principle of goals is we need them. Here's a couple more quotes from Aristotle. 
all men seek one goal. And I hope you'll forgive me. Obviously, this is um, around, you know, the what is this, the fourth century BC. So we're talking about humans as men at the point, right? So when he says that, he's all inclusive. And he was. If you read his teaching or his writings, um, very, very interesting. He had, he had some great ideas um, that were very front running for the time. I don't want to get into it now, but very front running for the time as far as men and women and family dynamics are concerned. Uh, at any rate, first, have a definite, clear, practical ideal, a goal, an objective. Second, have the necessary means to achieve your ends, wisdom, money, materials, and methods. Third, adjust all your means to that end. Essentially, he's saying, get a clear goal, then take an inventory of all the resources you have available, and then steer those resources to get that goal. All men seek one goal, success or happiness. And isn't that interesting? Because we're talking about real happiness. What is it? Excuse me. I think, you know, <laughs> real happiness, is it success? Can you have happiness without success? Yeah, they're both true. But that ultimate goal is feeling the feeling of success that will lead to the feeling of happiness. So how do you get a feeling of success? The feeling of success comes because you've, you've done something. Look, you accomplished something. You battled the dragon. You fought the good fight. You figured out the solution. You know, um, you solved the puzzle. That's why some of the, these puzzle games are so addictive. You know, people are playing Candy Crush. Why? Because you get to the next level. There's little mini wins, little mini goals. And sometimes it feels stagnant. You don't like that. But it's all about moving forward and trying to figure something out and accomplish something. There is, there's just, you look around, you can't argue that. It's just truth. Anywhere you look in the world, there's examples of, we want to feel like we've gotten through something. And the contrary feeling though is so many people feel like, you know, it's like you want to avoid conflict. And I'm going to talk about that in the next episode on this coming Friday in a couple of days from now. Uh, episode three is about uh, making sure that you have a chance. Because you got to have a chance. If you feel like you don't have a chance to reach your goals, there's nothing worse for self-esteem, forward momentum, energy, motivation, uh, anything like that. If you feel like you don't have a chance, like it's an unwinnable battle. So that'll be on Friday. We'll talk about that. Make sure you tune in and check it out. But for today, it's about, you know, conquering something. And I don't mean forcefully conquering, although sometimes that's true. Maybe it's in a sport. Maybe it's in business. Um, it doesn't have to be in business though. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about with goals is when you set a goal, you should be able to set a goal in any area in life, any area at all. And what's cool is, you know, when I set goals, I want, I want to look for something I'm passionate about, you know, and I've had different seasons of my life where I'm passionate about different things in different seasons. There was time like, you know, hear me correctly. I always love my son but there's been seasons in life over the last almost nine years that I felt really passionate about like fatherhood goals. Like we're going to go out and do these things and spend this much time and that sort of thing. And that's how it is in different, you know, different phases of my life. There's been different goals. So it's like the, you know, the fathering goals. I've had different seasons where I like health goals take the priority and it's like, should your health always be a goal? Yeah. Should your kids always be a goal, like to spend time or to raise them up? Yeah. Should your business always be a goal? Yeah. Your spouse? Yeah. So, but that's not sustainable. Um, the energy and motivation and the passion of like, it gets you up in the morning to do something. 
it's not sustainable to have all areas in your life always passionate all the time. And I'm not trying to limit you. You know, if that's you, then like, awesome. You know, send me a message at Matt Browning on Instagram, Facebook, and let me know that I am full of it. And I would be real, I'll be in your corner cheering and asking, how do you do it? You know, what I've seen from virtually everyone I've ever met is that passion in areas in life is always seasonal. It comes in like waves. So passion will be in an area, but it also it's going to go down. I've had plenty of seasons in my business when I'm not passionate at all in the work that I'm doing, but yet it's fascinating. It's the end of the year. I'm getting excited about some financial shifts and changes coming up. And I've been sitting for the last few days, cranking out numbers and working on reports and super passionate, like up to 1am and I'm reading on this and I like, I can't wait to do more of it. In any other season, the idea of balancing my books and accounting is like, you know, stick a fork in my eyes. The last thing I want to do. So what I want you to walk away with this one is this part is that when you set goals, maybe in the season you're in now, maybe there's no goals in your business that make you feel like, yes, like this is exciting. And that's cool. You don't have to have it. But look in your life and find the area in your life that you can stir passion to move forward and progress in something. And again, maybe it's in your health. Maybe it's in your relationship. Maybe it's in your spiritual walk. I've also had seasons where that's the thing that is, you know, God's always first and foremost in my life, or certainly I, I try to and want him to be there. But there's different seasons when, like, I couldn't get enough, and I just, that is everything. Is I just want to grow spiritually. And what happens is that passion fuels me and motivates me to get all the other things done in life, too. So goals are critical. You need to think about what goal are you setting and then what actions can you take little ones, not even each day, but you know, people say that a lot, take a little action each day, take a little action. It's like, that's not, sometimes you don't take any action on a goal in a day, but strive to kind of have an average. If you look at your whole week, you know, did you average on having a little action each day? Maybe one day you had medium action, you skipped two days, you had a massive action, then you had a couple of days with little uh, things that you did. But if, you know, does that make sense? If you kind of average it up, are you making progress? Can you say, yes, I'm moving forward in this? Yes, I'm moving towards slaying that dragon. Yes, I'm moving towards that, that rainbow and the pot of gold at the other end. Yes, I'm moving the needle somewhere, okay? That's the power of goals. And I'll leave you with this. If you can have passionate goals in any or all areas in life. Having great specific goals lead to vision. Vision of seeing really what a future looks like. Seeing, hearing, feeling, smelling, tasting a future. If you can have a vision of a strong future, that will lead to hope. Because it might not be that good right now. In fact, it might be really bad right now. Heck, maybe you're listening to this and this is your last ditch effort at trying to get some semblance of success and you feel like you've fallen on your face and it's not working and you're not, you have no redemptive qualities and you're just feeling like that, you know, and I've felt like that total failure mode. And maybe that's where you are. And if you are set a goal, don't do a big one, do a tiny one, make your bed, brush your teeth, put on clean clothes, put on outdoor clothes instead of pajamas. I mean, I'm serious. Like sometimes it's the little goals that if you just set the goal and you do the thing, it's amazing the momentum that can happen when you make your bed, when you get dressed. (laughs) And then from there, of course, they get more. So this is, I'm talking to you if you're feeling stuck. If you're not feeling stuck, take where you are and say, what's a bigger goal? What else can I do? 
And if you set a goal, you can get some vision for the future. When you set vision, you can have hope that things will get better, that things will get where you want them to be. And if you have hope, hope will turn into faith. Now, hope is knowing that something is possible. Faith is an action-based word. Faith means you're walking it out. And faith means you know that this can be accomplished. And even more so, maybe it will be accomplished because you have the faith in it. And if you have faith, you will take action. True faith is always linked to action. True faith is always linked to action. So if you're wondering if you actually have real faith in your project, real faith in your business, real faith in your family, real faith in God, whatever it is, if you're wondering if it's real faith, the fruit is always action. Action happens on the back end of faith. That's how you know it was real. And if you take actions, little ones and big ones, each and every day or each and every week, you'll move the needle. You move the needle in your life and you'll start to experience more and more of the things that you want. And I guess that's what we're talking about today. Purpose, meaning, and what's real happiness. Hey, thanks for listening to this mini series. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review. I say that every episode, but this, I mean, I really, really mean it. Um, we have so many listeners from, uh, I think a hundred, I got to get the, the list again, but it's like a hundred and like 40 countries all around the world. You guys are incredible. But if you would please, if you've been listening for even one time or a while, do me that solid head over to iTunes, especially, but you can go on some other ones. I think Spotify or Stitcher, you can go to Podbean. That's a great place. That's where we host the show. You can get them on demand. If you're listening on the radio, make sure you head over to Podbean or actually you can just go to um, Matt Browning podcast and there's a button for any platform you want. And you can get them on demand, which means you'll never miss an episode. You'll get two episodes every single week, our Teaching Tuesdays and Interview Fridays. Of course, we're in a season of teaching right now. So we're going to be doing a teaching last Friday. We'll be doing a teaching this Friday. Coming up on Friday in a few days, make sure you tune in, subscribe so you don't miss it. We're going to talk about how to feel like you have a chance. And this is really about how to get unstuck. And no matter where you are in the food chain, in, in your process in life, there's always a way to know that you can make it better. That's what this Friday is about. I'll catch you then. As usual, get out this week and crush it. Thanks.